Welcome to April, of course. I am your guidance counselor of love and relationships, as well as anything else you want to talk about. Welcome. We're glad to have you with us. You can also check us out on YouTube, Instagram, as well as my website, April, of course, where I offer classes and free stuff, which is always fun, learning more about ourselves, others, and how to coexist in joy. Today we're talking about what really counts as cheating in a relationship. You know, one of the most dreaded questions a person can ever ask their partner is, other than can we talk, is, are you cheating on me? How seconds between the question and the answer is absolutely maddening. Now you know it's happened to you or you've done it to someone else. Come on, be honest. The answer, of course, is deadly to a relationship because we really can coexist with somebody and even not like a lot of things they do, but it doesn't push us over the edge to saying goodbye. But now, oh, it's become even more complicated. At one time, the answer was pretty clear cut. Either you were having sex with someone or you weren't. End of story. Well, today, thanks to social media, everything's become so much more confusing. And of course, we are becoming, I think, a little bit more sophisticated in understanding our hearts. So we realize that this whole cheating business has many, many, many label, labels to it and layers that more than we've ever imagined. So what is considered cheating? And I'm going to try to clear that up. Um, here are five basic types of cheating that may occur isolated or blend into one another. The more they blend, the more parts of cheating you add, the harder it is to separate from someone and uh, walk away. So you are increasing bonds. The, the simplest type and the, and the most actually... Um, non-compromising type of cheating is one I call the fun friend. Now this is actually, as I said, the first type of emotional cheating. Two individuals quite innocently find that they truly dig one another and actually enjoy one another's company. Now this happens usually via a workplace or a social organization where you see one another um, on a more normal basis. How you know you're getting into a fun type of affair is you leave each other thinking, wow, I had really a great time. I actually enjoy being with them. My tip, of course, is having fun with someone is a vital part of love. And this is the first step because it opens the door to relaxing into deeper kinds of interaction. So if you need hints to move into a love relationship with someone, start by having fun. So you can use this any way you want. The next level of emotional cheating happens when you tell someone secrets or truths about your life that you would normally only share with your significant other. Now this is called the confident, the confidant. For example, you find out that your mom has cancer and the first person you turn to share these news is not your partner. Remember, 
Relationships thrive because both share their ups and downs with one another. They become a united front, a team against the world. It creates a sense of history, which is a large part of what keeps many couples intact and close. Now we're delving down deep into all the different kinds of affairs. The next one, and I've had one of these, I have to admit it, is the advisor. Now, the advisor is someone that is your go-to. When you need help with work, school, direction of any kind, kids, you immediately think of them and dial them up, text them, hook up somehow. It has at this point become an automatic knee-jerk reaction for you to seek out their advice before any other. An example would be a job opportunity. You get a job offer and instead of calling your spouse or your boyfriend or girlfriend, you call them to discuss the ups and downs, okay? Now, this is important for love and for all of us who want to be in love because respecting someone else's opinion and their core values and characteristics is needed for long-term intimacy. If you don't respect somebody and you can't lean on them for uh, solid foundational skills like leaning on each other when times get tough, it really weakens the bond and lesses the percentage of time that you will stay together at least as a happy couple. The next type of affair is called, and it gets better, doesn't it? The comforter. Now, the comforter run to one another during times of crisis. That's why we call you my teddy bear, my snuggle bunny, the one who lifts me up. Okay, we go to that kind of person for nurturing, for comfort. For example, your father-in-law dies, and at the funeral service, you excuse yourself to step out and share the details with your comforter because they're going to say, oh, I wish I was there. Um, just remember him the way he was. Remember that last conversation you had with him. Share that with me. Blah, 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 blah. Feeling safe and secure with someone is needed, is necessary to once again that create the us against the world um, phenomena that blocks everyone else outside and strengthens the connection between you two. And the last one, and now sometimes these don't all come in order, so you have to be careful, but the last type of affair, of course, is the sexual playmate. No one should ever disregard a strong attraction outside a marriage as fake and merely flirting. When you see your partner flirting, your spouse, or they start talking about somebody that at, at work a lot. You know what John said, or he said the funniest thing. Well, or um, Sharon's advice to me was, what do you think about that? Passion has driven both men and women and countries down some truly dark streets. For some reason, attraction can be so intense is that nothing or no one could stop them from having a full-out affair. Tips. In the end, stay away from anyone you have an intense attraction to. It's like putting a match to a flame, and let me tell you, 
everyone's going down in the fire. And the most difficult hurdle for any couple to, before you cheat, the, the most difficult hurdle for anyone to recover from is infidelity. Um, there's something that when you bring somebody else into your bedroom and you share your DNA, your space, your aura, your karma, um, it, something is sacredly damaged for good. And many couples say they recover, but most do not. The last piece of advice, and I want you to think about this before you have an affair, is the grass is not greener on the other side. That's BS. Sexual drives subside in all relationships after about the 24 to 32 month honeymoon. All relationships cool down and the one you're fantasizing about will as well. Last words of advice from April Kirkwood. You can find me at aprilkirkwood.com or on Instagram. I give daily cute tips on love. Put as much energy into seducing your own partner and remember what you loved about them in the beginning instead of getting caught up in the thrill of the chase. Most chases end up in a total all-out crash scene, leaving hearts broken and lives destroyed. And there it is, ladies and gentlemen, all the steps of an affair. Follow me. Take care. God bless.